0: In January of 2020, as the House prepared to vote on HB318, also known as the Holocaust Education Bill, Anne Jaffe, a Holocaust survivor, addressed the General Assembly, speaking on her experience and underscoring the importance of educating students on the horrific actions of the Nazis. On this Holocaust Remembrance Day, we're highlighting Anne Jaffe's incredible story of survival and perseverance. My name is Anne Jaffe and I am a Holocaust survivor. In 1975. My late husband, Edward Jaffe, who was a chemist with the DuPont Company, was transferred to Wilmington, Delaware. Excuse me. The past 45 years that I have lived in Delaware were the happiest years of my life. I apologize. I don't know why sometimes I get overcome with emotion. I'm a retired teacher of Judaic studies, who has made it my life's mission to educate as many young students as possible about the horrors of World War II. I never refuse an invitation to any school, college, or church to share my personal experience of that period and the lessons that we can learn from it. To date, I have spoken to more than 450 schools. I am the youngest of all the survivors here in Delaware, and I am almost 89 years old. Yes. Yesterday was the 75th anniversary of Holocaust Remembrance Day. How can a um, How can people remember something they have never known to witness? In written history, 75 years is practically a recent event. And yet, when I speak to hundreds of students in both private and public schools, many of them know few details about the Holocaust. There have been other horrible genocides in history, which we also need to learn and understand. But the Holocaust was a state-sponsored, calculated, and systematic killing of millions of innocent people, and amongst them, six million Jews. As legislators, perhaps ask yourself, whether this was taught to you in school when you were youngsters. Just as importantly as it is my obligation to remember we must teach that if this can happen once it can happen again. Education is the first step and I commend, the, I commend you for elevating the state of Delaware by joining 11 other states that require Holocaust education in schools. When I am gone, I want to make sure that future generations of students will learn the history of that period. We must acknowledge that it happened. We must teach our children the facts and we must help them process those facts in a personal way so they realize This could have been their race, their religion, or their culture. This is what it was. The tragic world ever had targeted completely innocent people because an insane dictator came to power while others went along with him and others looked and did not do anything for a long time. Not only will this help us, raise better people, and in a better world, it will help Americans better appreciate their freedom that we enjoy in this United States. Thank you so much for considering this bill. I was asked to share a few words with you about my personal experience. I happen to be one of the luckiest survivors because of where I come from and I am one of the very, very few who has survived with my parents. I could have never survived without them and the lessons that I have learned from them. I come from Eastern Europe and to us the Germans didn't come until 19. 19- Uh, 41 so I was under the Nazi occupation for three years in those three years I have witnessed in my town where I was born 90% of the Jews brutally slaughtered. We are a lucky lucky town neighboring towns uh, Have had a half a percent of the Jews that have survived and this is in a nutshell what I have uh, gone through after seeing All my neighbors, my relatives, my friends, shot by the Nazis and their collaborators by some sheer miracle. My mother, who was an expert seamstress, was making dresses for the mayor of town. And when the execution came, she asked the German officer to spare my mother's life because she wanted dresses made or her family and so when they let my mother out of the slaughterhouse what we call because nobody else was able to get out of there and a few other what the Germans refer to as useful Jews we were spared the final execution and we were taken to a town a bigger town than ours and put into a ghetto In that ghetto, we knew that our time was limited. As soon as my mother will finish her dresses, we will not be useful anymore. So my father looked for a place where he would be useful, and he found a place where they were collecting plants from which medication was extracted, and the people had no idea what they were doing. And so he offered his help, to do this work. let saved save our life in the next selection. Because we were destined, after my mother finished those dresses, destined for it be taken away and killed. And when they found out that my father is still useful, they spared us a second time. We knew that it was, this was a short reprieve, but there was nothing we can do. There was no place we could run. There was no place we could hide. The Christian people were told not to help any Jews because if they will help them, they too will be killed the same as the Jews. However, I want you to know there were some extraordinary heroic people who took a chance with their lives and helped some survive. We had one such man in my town. And here in Wilmington, we have near the Jewish Community Center, a garden of the righteous Gentiles. And I planted a tree there in his memory. Because this, I cannot imagine what it was like and how everybody was scared. A few have collaborated, but there were some extraordinary people who have helped. By sheer accident, we had no idea we had no connection to the russian freedom fighters or partisans as we called they have decided to attack the town in which we were in the ghetto and as a result we were liberated from the ghetto one young man a jewish partisan who came from the town broke into the ghetto and told us to run to the forest and we ended up in the forest in the beginning of the winter of 1942 with a 15 months old baby on our hands. We had no survival skills. We had no idea what to do, just what we had on our backs. And we had to learn to survive until liberation came for 20 months, for 20 months, with very little food, very little, just what we had on our backs. And I must say, those farmers around the forest were the kindest people. Without their little bit of help, we could have never made it. Because having just a couple of potatoes a day was a lifesaver. And we got it from those farmers. I was lucky. I was liberated early. In 1944, because I was in Eastern Europe, and the Russians, when they pushed the, the Nazis back, So I was liberated on July 4th, 1944. I had no idea this was an American holiday. And so I have chosen July 4th also to get married. And I used to celebrate that day with great gusto, you know, for many reasons and not just one. When the war ended, we found out about the concentration camps. Because in our area, they referred to it As the killing fields. They just shot the people. But in Poland, in western Poland, they had the concentration camps. And we found out how many have perished there. You cannot imagine our anger. The world knew what was happening. Why didn't they do something to stop this slaughter? And I used to walk around very openly and say I hate the whole free world because they did nothing to help This slaughter and my father overheard me say those words and he said I have to have a very serious talk with you I heard you say that you hate those people who did not help us we were victims of hatred did you like it and I told him no I hated it and he said then why would you do to others that which was done to you change your way of life Instead of hating, try to be a more constructive person. Try to teach tolerance to others. Show kindness to other people who are we need, and you will grow up to be a much better individual than if you'll go on hating. And I am forever grateful to my father. I don't know what I would have been like today if I did not listen to his advice. I will continue, as long as I can stand in my two feet, I'll continue to go to schools. I will continue to teach the lesson that my father taught me. And I want to express my gratitude to the state of Delaware, first of all. This is, I have never lived in one place that long and I love it here. And also, that's <laughs> right. And also to the United States, that gave me a new life and gave me my freedom. Thank you so much.